This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What's up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen, this is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 171. If you are somebody that has always wanted to be in the music business, if you're somebody that had always wanted to sing or perform or produce or record or be a DJ or MC or be a music promoter or a teacher or whatnot, but for whatever reason your life hasn't been based around and your income hasn't depended on music or the music business, this episode might be for you. And I'll get into many details about this in a second. But before I get started, as always, I want to give a shout out to the wonderful companies that I endorse. Zildjian Cymbals, Vader Drumsticks, LP Percussion, Evans Drumheads, Gibraltar Hardware, Yuka Tape, Nirvana Handpans, and last but not least, Ultimate Ears In-Ear Monitors. And as always, if you're looking to upgrade your in-ear game, if you're looking to purchase your very first pair of molded in-ear monitors look no further check out their website do some research and when you're ready to purchase hit my friend joe lesser up email him at ultimateaudiojoe at gmail.com and you give him the code da20 da as in demian arriaga 20 as in 20 and you will receive a 20 percent discount so maybe you're asking yourself this question am i late to the game did i wait too long to become a professional musician? All those answers are so deep and so personal and so individualized, and I cannot give any sort of blanket statement other than, in my mind, it would be easy to say, obviously, that no, it's never too late. You can always do that, and you can always find a way to become a part of the music business and the music industry and make a living. But a lot of it has to do with what I feel are sort of six categories, if you want to call it that. One being education, the other one being expectations, assumptions, goals, commitment, and honesty. And I don't necessarily think that they follow or should follow a certain order. I think it's one of those things that they're all interconnected and they are interdependent and codependent of each other. And among all of them, there will be sort of common denominators that are the backbone of each and of a single one as well. So the first thing that I would say, if you are somebody, and again, I'm obviously being very general. So if you are somebody that wants to be a professional musician, um, an MC, a producer, whatever, I think the first thing is to understand where you are in your life. This has to do with honesty. What might um, what some of the obstacles might be along the way. Maybe it has something to do with your age that you don't feel comfortable with or you feel like it's a hindrance. Maybe it has something to do with ability where you don't know anything about the instrument that you would love and would dream of performing live. So age and ability are obviously very important. Also, what needs work if you're already a musician or you have some sort of idea of what you are good at, but you feel that you might need in your mind, and this ties into the assumptions, you might need college education to get to that level. And things like these sort of bring me to the assumptions part. 
Sometimes we assume that things are going to be much more difficult than they really are. Sometimes we assume that we know less than we really do. And the other side of the coin, sometimes we assume that things are going to be much easier because we might possess maybe a lot of money that will help us along the way. And that could be true, but then we sort of neglect other areas. And also sometimes we might assume that we are better than we really are or that we are better than the people among us or around us or the people that we are quote unquote competing with. So these are all things to keep an eye out. And I encourage you to do so because I'm assuming that you are an adult, somebody that has gone through a lot of things by now and you understand how you operate yourself, how you process information, how you assimilate, and more importantly, what you do with that information. So that is also, it brings me to the next part, which has to do with education. You might be in a position to afford education and go back to school, go to college, maybe for the first time, or get private lessons in an instrument that you want to excel at, or you want to be a DJ and you get one-on-one DJ lessons or whatever. That has to do with being able to afford those things. But maybe your interest is overwhelming and you don't possess any sort of extra money to do that. And a lot of it has to do with your commitment, which I'll talk about in a second, and how much you're willing to invest in yourself and so on and so forth. But one of the main things about education that is key and I think will dictate where you go and how you go about learning has to do with how we learn. We have heard a million times that some people are more visual learners and some people are more of audio, auditive learners. And I believe that that is a gray area, actually. I don't think it's one or the other. I think for some things we are better learners in, when it comes to sound and audio and some are, uh, and sometimes we're better when it comes to reading and, and, and seeing certain things. So. I'm sort of kind of in between, but that's a whole different story. But understanding how we learn and what we learn could be very, very important because it will ideally be helpful and be more, um, it'll be more conducive to learn quicker and more efficiently. However, sometimes we assume, going back to the, the previous point, the previous category, sometimes we assume that we learn something a specific way or better because of, of our experience with another topic that we've learned before. So just because we're really good at XYZ in a visual way, learning history, for example, it doesn't mean that it would be the same with music. Maybe reading music or seeing a performer is not the best way. Maybe we need to understand the theory more or hear things better and so on and so forth. So that's one tricky thing that I, I encourage you to sort of keep an eye out for, as, like I mentioned before. Um, and a couple other things when it comes to education, I think a lot of it has to do with how much we're willing to research uh, it, when it comes to the instrument itself or, you know, the purchase of the instrument and so, so many things having to do with, you know, this has to do also with if you want to be a rapper, for example, and you just, it's like a novelty thing, but you don't, you haven't done the research to understand the history of rapping and, uh, study historical or historic MCs, for example, that might be a hindrance and it might be a gap of knowledge that later on in your life, you will feel like it's like these bigger gaps and they really are. And you, you have an opportunity to quote unquote, start fresh. And this could be an ideal place to start because you have sort of 
common knowledge and you have culture and you have all these things among every instrument or management in music or whatever that allows you to think that you um, know things more than you might really do. And at the same time, it might put things in perspective and encourage you to learn things that you might not know that might seem sort of commonsensical for a lot of people and for a lot of people in the business, but not for you necessarily. So that's a, an important thing that I encourage you to also think about. So we've talked about honesty. We've talked about assumptions. We have spoken a little bit about education. And a lot of that will sort of end up um, sort of revealing itself um, as it relates to expectations or the expectations that we might have. And this is from all of these things, probably the most personal one. I cannot even begin to assume uh, what your expectations are, how easy you think will become, how hard they will be, and so on and so forth, and what you really want from it, what you're expecting to get from the effort and the time that you're putting into your craft or your research or your education. And that's something for you to think about and zero in. And I think the more you're, the, the more educated you are, the more you understand what your assumptions are, the more honest that you are with yourself in reaching those assumptions, it'll sort of give you a path to what those expecta expectations are, excuse me, and how realistic they might be. And if there's a matter of um, breaking it down into short, medium, and long-term expectations, which lead me to sort of the next category, which has to do with goals and what they are and what success means to you. And the older we get, I think the more honest we can be with ourselves and see how this is this continuous sort of, you know, um, it feeds itself. You've heard me talk about all these terms within each one. And the fact is that everything is related the same way that in, in a microwave with music, vibrato is related to rhythm, rhythm is related to pitch and pitch is related to feel and all these other things, you know, um, or at least that's how I view it. So I encourage you to think about all these things and be honest with yourself. And last but not least, you need to understand that for anything and everything we do, there has to be a high level of commitment. How, what are, are you willing to give to this? And I, I'm one of those people that believes that sort of life gives us what we put in. I honestly do. And it's easy for me to say because I've been, as I knock on wood, very privileged in my career, but I've also worked really, really hard and not everything has come as easy as it might seem. And I encourage, I encourage you, excuse me, to commit and whatever you choose to do, do it full on, do it with love, do it with empowerment that you give yourself through all the other things that I spoke about in this episode. So to conclude and to finish and to be redundant, <laughs> um, no, I do not think it's too late to learn. It has to do with what you want to do, what your definition of success is, what your definition, more importantly, of happiness is. And if music and the music business or a job in the music world will be conducive to that happiness, I will always encourage you to do it and I will always champion you to get that done. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast. Thank you.